Welcome back, folks, to the Get a Grip on Lightning podcast. On today's show, we have Devin Wall, who is the president or the CEO, one of the two, of Louvers International, and he's a newly elected member of the Nailed Board of Directors. He's going to tell us how much fun it's going to be to be Greg Eric's boss. That's right. The whole show is going to be about that. But before we get there, we're going to go to solera-solar.com. That's right, solera dash. S-O-L-A-R dot com, Greg Eric. That's right. They offer hybrid 365 for lighting 24-7 and off-grid lighting where line voltage is not available or cost prohibitive. They have the option. In addition, not just the option, they have all the styles you need. They have area lights, bollards, floods, post-top, wall pack, step light, everything. If you think solar, think Solera. They've got it for you. Ooh, another sexy product coming out hot with those solar, sexy solar panel, light panel. I love them. They're amazing. Go to solera-solar.com. Of course, brought to you by Light Efficient Design. That's right. Those two companies are related. And Light Efficient Design is a proud nailed member. Get associated. Get educated. Come on. We've been saying it for years, but for right now. What's up, Devin Wall? Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me on. And uh, I'm honored to be the vendor board member for Nail just in a, inducted last week. That was kind of fun little YouTube online experience. And uh, you know, just happy to be part of the team, adding more knowledge and insights, trying to make you guys better, you know, better yourselves and better each, each other. And uh, just have fun doing it. And that's what it's all about, just having fun. You know, the Nail board, um, is it, it's interesting now because when we – when we were on the board and when Greg was president and all that, well, there was, it was a working board. And so there was a lot of shirking board going on actually, um, where, and it, understandably, I mean, people don't need a second job. Um, and so we've changed it to an advisory board where, you know, I think it's much more productive, Greg, where we, instead of asking people, Hey, you're the, the marketing, you're the membership manager for nailed or membership chairman. Go. You know, huh? Um, instead of that, it's more of a situation where we ask them to sit back and think, well, hey, what about this? What do you think if this happened? Would that be good? Would it be bad? What if we did this? What if we started a podcast on dark skies only? I don't know. What, what, monthly or how much is it going to cost? So, you know, Greg, that's really changed the feel of the board in terms of what they do and the commitment. I'm sure running it like a business, like, you know, we all three of us here have businesses that we run, and that's what we're doing now. We're just making it efficient, getting after it. So welcome aboard to the board. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So talking through stuff a little, we've, we've had you on before. Um, what, what is your official title? Mike said it, but are you the president or the CEO or both of Lubers? <laughs> I'm the president. My brother Derek is the CEO. We don't have the titles on our cards, though. But that's officially, I'm the president, Derek's the CEO. Basically, Sounds do the like same thing battle. with different people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Don't quite matter there. That's good. Um, that's where I think most things are at now. Who cares what your title is? Just do your job. Move on. Let's get going. So, yeah. Movers started as a lens company. Correct. Yeah, back in 1985, our father, Al, started the business cutting down lenses, doing uh, retrofits, and that's when louvers were big into the office space where everybody started going to computing. And so the louvers helped get that light down for the ergonomic workplace and less glare on the screens. 
And then from there, other lighting components. And then when Derek and I jumped in 15 years ago, that's when we started making our first actual fixtures, a two-lamp T8 vapor tight, where Derek and I have physically made, you know, thousands of these ourselves, enough to get enough where now we have a whole crew of guys assembling products and light fixtures at our shop, along still providing all of our legacy business with the replacement lens, wrap lenses, tube guards, street light globes, all of that stuff. Now, I've, I ran into an issue today, and this is no joke. A couple hours ago, I was at a school, and they had me there because uh, the people working there in the office were getting headaches. And I said, all right, let's assess what's going on here. So acrylic lens, 2 by 4 fixture, just standard uh, prismatic lens, I should say. Um, and a three-lamp T8 bypass tube LED, you know, 1,800 lumens. So not a very bright one, 4,000 Kelvin. Uh, but the people under it said, oh, we're getting headaches, and and, and it's flicker-free. Sorry, it's flicker-free. So all the smoothness, everything you need. But is it the lens that they're complaining about? Is it the, I know the color might be something, but what would you do? You go in there, and they say, okay, it's too bright to me. And I'm like, you can't get much dimmer without removing lights or dimming them, and that gets to be expensive. Is that a lens it's play? Probably what, it's, it's, no, it's probably one of their coworkers being a pain in the ass. <laughs> it's always that. <laughs> it's always that. But what, what are – what are some things you see? Is it something where you might suggest a lens right off the bat? Uh, it comes down to the thermostat war type thing too. Is you give someone an option. We, you know, one time we served that uh, Derek sent one of our customers one of our dot matrix tube guards. Where we put a special gradient film in there, and you can rotate and adjust the light output. Well, the lady put it above her desk. She ends up her headaches end up going away. Well, then everybody else in the whole office building wanted those tube guards and then the guy said nah it's too expensive and then ripped the ones out from the lady who had the headaches and that's the last we heard of that one so there are it, it you know i think it's a case-by-case -case operation and there are solutions there are films that you can add on that you know put in more blue or take the blue out uh it, it's kind of a case-by-case -case thing it's you know personal you know appearance of what they visualize and what they see there in the work atmosphere so you know, it's like you do a lighting upgrade. You can't tell that the productivity goes up. That's You can't put that in the rebate. You know, so these odd things that you got to take into effect and just say, well, then you're just like, hey, you know what? Put a cloud lens up there where you got a nice picture of clouds looking. And there you go. You know, throw on their school logo, whatever you want, and just change it up a bit. You don't know. You got to some things you just got to try it and just say, hey, buy one and try it out. You know, it's not that much expensive for you to put a new lens in there and just see what happens. How did they and determine seen, that the headaches were caught, like uh, that were caused by the lighting? Like, where did they? How did they come to that conclusion? Oh, that's what's funny. So I had that discussion with them. We actually, you know, full story. We did the LED retrofit about six months ago to a bypass tube, flicker free, all that. So the, the question was, yeah, yeah, we've always had the headaches. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, I mean, like several years ago, I used to be over there, and my head would always hurt, and then I moved here, and. Now it's not as, so it, it's not an LED fluorescent problem here. It's it's a personal thing. Get the thing, fire but. department over there and start sniffing for some of gas leaks. <laughs> I mean, right. There might be something else there's going that, on. If, but yeah, if mean, it happened before you did the upgrade, I mean, there's definitely yeah. something non-lighting related. Um, you know, but then you walk into some buildings, you hear that humming. And, you know, you get the humming of the metal halides and, you know, these background effects, some people don't even notice it anymore. They've been working there for so long, and you walk in there, it's like, I got to get out of here. <laughs> so, 
You know what that's from? A lot of people don't know what that's from. You know the metal halide ballast? They have plates, right? And they're made, their plates stacked together. It's, yeah, there you go, Greg. Get it, take it off our clothes here. Uh, for those listening, I just took off my jacket. It's hot. So, um, with Devin Wall, we're hot. Uh, so, no, but it, 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 the plates are stacked together and the glue comes loose on the ballast. And so the plates that surround the core and coil start to vibrate against one another. Mm. And that can get friggin' loud, bud. Like, really loud. You can walk into a factory and. But yeah, this whole idea that lights cause headaches, I mean, I understand it if it's flickering. There is like a, a certain type of person. You could ask them questions like, do you have epilepsy? No. Okay. Do you, have, you know, you could kind of go through a list of questions. But I don't know if there's anything lenses can do. One lens I know, I know you guys were, you guys were 15 years ago, so you probably missed this. Parabolics. You remember the, 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 the half-inch and the paracube lens things that came out in the 90s, Devin? Did you guys get into yeah, a lot of we those? Still, just sold about fifty of them today. The small ones or the deep cell? <laughs> no, nah, the half inch cubes. Yeah, those are gross, man. I don't know why anyone would ever <laughs> buy those. They're awful. They keep in the same look. It, it's the same look. It's an office building, uh, and I just my customer. I'm like, he goes, I can't believe I'm still selling this either. If we just start, you know, some people like the look or they need it. I've had movie sets ask me for them too, um, where they're trying to get sure. that in the behind the scenes lighting to try to direct that light and it helps with the camera angles. I mean, there still are applications. Um, I thought they were trying to make it look like the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. The one lady, it's like hard. She's like, I need the 1980s file cabinet room. And I'm just like, uh, I'm like, so you just see an old school T12 fixture. I'm like, man, you keep on doing all these lighting upgrades. You're like, man, maybe I should keep some of these junker units around. So I can sell them to some of these people. <laughs> it's like here. I love it. I love I love having a little bit of a museum. I got a couple oldie goldies back there that I just love to look at, like a the the T seventeen power groove. That's my favorite lamp, dude. Ooh, that's the best. Yeah, that is. We still have some tube guards. <laughs> For T seventeen, we got the T seventeen tube guards. Yeah, when I went back there, like this big, and I'm like, yeah. like what the hell is this? And they go, that, my dad's like, that's a fluorescent lamp. I'm like, they were that big. <laughs> <laughs> nice. holy crap i have a joke but i can't say it on the air anyway the uh the uh so the le- you know i love the lens business because um it's never been more profitable to sell lenses you know it's interesting Great so many lighting guys out there have no idea what to do with a broken lens and that um case in point um i had another nailed member approach me and says hey I need, I've never done lenses before and you seem the guy to do it. Well, right off the bat, I start hooking him up with replacement lenses. He's going out there making really nice gross profit than your run of the mill kind of daily stuff. So he's making a little bit extra money and he's tackling more of his customers and services his customers in a more way where he's not giving them to the guy right down the street. So having that in there and the expertise and saying you can handle anything that a customer brings up to you and says, Oh yeah, no problem. You snap a picture and text it or email it to us. And you know, we line up and bought the answer for you to make it super simple. Maybe a couple questions here and there just to share up some dims. But you know, that's what our goal is to make you guys at the distributor level, take that, you know, workload off you and let the experts over at our place get that nailed. And you're right. It's a lot of good GP coming off that. 
just to remind the listeners that this episode is brought to you by Solera-Solar.com, <laughs> not Louvers International, but yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Greg. <laughs> no, to your point though, Devin, is is I uh, when I first started in lighting, that was the play I went in with a lot of times. I led with, hey, you got a crack lens, you know, right in the lobby. You look up and you could see it, and you're like, oh, I can get a lens out of it. You're like, oh, you can get those? Oh, Greg's yeah, there going with the broomstick, like breaking it the day before. <laughs> right, right, break them all. So I need to get that one. And I, and I, I definitely got some big customers from starting with a lens. So mm-hmm. yep. still applicable today, potentially, right? Like fix the lens, figure out the rest. It's It happens all the time. Contractor calls up yesterday. I need 100 lenses and I got five different sizes. Okay, who do you work with? Drop them on by. We'll send the code to the distributor. Boom, the guys, everything's tagged up, locations, room numbers. So, you know, that's the whole goal and everybody doing business together is make it so it's simplified. You got some guys with spec sheets that are 33 pages long and there's only four port, uh, important pages, you know, two, four, 23 and 29 are the ones that you need out of the whole mm-hmm. 33 pages. So, you know, things like this in the industry, I think as a whole kind of, yes, we can do all this, all this other stuff. And here's extra. You need reports. Just ask them for the reports. You don't have to put, you know, the UL or Intertech report in the spec sheet. It's like, boom, give me the meat and potatoes and I'll call you if I need anything else. Or I guess people don't want to call, they'll email or text you. Lenses are one of the reasons why domestic manufacturing is so important. Like the reason, you know, and the other thing, you you need to have people that know how to make things. I was on a panel just last week and it was on building sustainable light fixtures, okay? And, you know, I was on the panel because I'm the host of a Get a Grip on Lighting podcast, not because I own a lighting distribution company, okay? And I was on the panel, and, and hey, look, these are great people, and Narja Harvey's been a guest on the show, and they're all well-meaning, okay? But I, I was saying, the lighting industry used to know how to make sustainable light fixtures. You know, we used to, we used to have uh, components that were interoperable. We used to have um, form factors that were interoperable. We used to have lenses that were interoperable. And if, you know, you couldn't find it from the manufacturer, there's Louvers International or a host of other companies that can make you lenses. So you can keep that fixture in the ceiling. Anybody that says to you that, and, and look, I have no issue changing light fixtures, and Greg Eric doesn't either. We rip out light fixtures all the time, right? But there's something to a nice, clean, retrofit repair that makes the customer feel really good, Greg. And, you know, when you go in there, you're like, yeah, you know what? You know what you should really do here? Do you really want to change the look? No, we just want to save some energy. We want a little bit more light. You go, okay, you know what? We're going we're gonna to fix up the lenses. We're going to change a couple sockets if they're broken, and we're going to upgrade you to these new flicker-free LED tubes, whatever, right? There's something to that that has a major place in the industry. And when you're talking about environmentalism, that's environmentally responsible. Fixing the lens. You're being an environmentalist when you fix the lens of a light fixture and don't rip out everything unnecessarily. It's, you know, this sustainable light, they're trying to talk about how to do that. I'm like, we already knew how to do that. Everybody in Nailed knew how to do that. And all the manufacturers, and in fact, Louvers International, their business is based on making replacement parts for old light fixtures. I mean, there's tons of people that know how to do this. These types of panels, these these white tower panels at the government level, at these European Union levels and all that, they need to get some members of the National Association of Innovative Lighting Distributors on their on their panels, a Devin Wall, you know what I mean? A Steve Robinson, you know, some guys from Nalmco to 
come in and talk about installation and how to repair this stuff. It's very frustrating. So I'm glad your company exists. I think you add a lot of value to the lighting industry and you really help distributors help their customers. And when we took that tour of your factory and you showed us all the machines that you can make custom lenses, custom wrap lenses, that's really powerful, Greg Eric. I agree. And it's important to have things like that. So one of the things that, you know, you guys did real well was, was adapt once COVID hit, right? Um, you change up, you use some of the same technology or capabilities you've always had, but kind of change gears a little. Touch on that for us with what you produce. Yeah, well, <clears throat> that's what, right when, uh, you know, March of 2019, my wife comes back or 2020, um, lost in years over here. Uh, you know, my wife sees these things at Costco, these shields up there. I'm like, Hey, I, we can, we can make those, we can make them even better. So that's what we use. You know, we sell to plastic distributors as well. Um, and we had, you know, with these relationships, two-way relationships, it's kind of cool. Like, Hey, I've been selling you egg crate and other lenses and pattern 12, but now I need to buy some window clear stuff so I can make some shields. <clears throat> so that was a huge shortage. So we pivoted and you know, just kind of opened up this whole COVID-19 shield protocol, teamed with a couple of their OEMs, went in some tooling on visors and face shields, um, all made here in the U.S. So it was a good way for our, our guys to stay busy in the workshop, uh, keep everybody employed, paid up, uh, didn't have to furlough anybody or know anything like that. So we, Derek and I were thinking, hey, we can do this and just teach our customers how to sell it and kind of created a whole you know new product line out of it. And, you know, I'll get one request a week now for something like it. But, you know, it was nice while it lasted to help the team go through and, you know, provide distributors with a good outlet of other things to sell that they're already calling on these customers. I mean, you got to call in schools, hospitals, every type of customer could use these and, you know, make people feel safe. It, you know, may do something or not. I, you know, the science on that is whatever. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, like, okay. okay. So I remember, I remember in April or May, 2020, Greg calls me and we're like, oh man, we're so screwed. Like we're going to go broke. The nail convention's going down and we have a, a guaranteed profit contract with the National Association of Innovative Ledgers. Spencer Miles cooked it up. And so we have to guarantee them a profit every year. Okay, so we eat all the expenses and we get what's left over. Okay, and um, anyway, so the convention gets canceled. We were licking our chops about how much money we were going to make on the convention. I'm just joking, but we, you know, it was going to be nice. We had it all planned out, and you know, this is the fees they charge, and we, we, you know, we we're businessmen. We came up with a good plan, like yourself. And then Greg's like, we're, what, what, how, what can we do to make money off COVID-19? I'm like, what are you talking about? Nobody's making money off COVID-19 except Devin Wall, who made a bunch of dorky face masks for weirdo losers who want to run around with a friggin' class, like a friggin', they look like someone from hockey in the 1980s, iTech mask. I mean, sure, bud, here, this is three bucks, take it, you know, whatever. But I mean, I love it that you made money off it, man. I think that's amazing. Good job. Good on you. Um, let me ask you, you this though. Have you pivoted back to lighting and is your business growing now? Are you seeing growth again? Um, yes. I mean, every day it's up and down the weeks, everything changes. And since we deal all over the country, you've got pockets of hot people moving hot and they can't find anything, but they know 2022 is going to kind of suck a little bit for them because that all their job is done and they don't have anything in the future. So it, it, 
it's all over, but we, you know, we've been progressively adding on and looking more and developing more products made in the USA, uh, more on the light fixture side of things too. So that's just teaming up uh, with our engineers and saying, Hey, how can we try to make this, you know, close to these import prices, but made in, made in USA, everything, but the actual led chips and power supplies. Typically we try to buy from people that make in Mexico. So well, you have an so, issue yeah, getting, I mean, getting components uh, you go ahead. from the yeah, yeah so, sorry from the plastic side of things too, or shortages. Uh, no, the resin supply that's kind of all kind of fizzled out. I mean, during that heavy COVID time, you're talking lead times of 26 to you know 50 weeks on getting flat sheet material. Uh, but now that's kind of all leveled off and that window clear business has fizzled. So these guys are back into kind of normal production schedules with not just like hoarding all this resin supply that gets put into the extrusion machines that melt the pellets and, you know, poop out the lenses. <laughs> that's so, just kind of what happens. Have you done anything in the UV space? I ha you know, I haven't followed you guys that closely. Um, I'm a little nervous. I, you know, we've been following UVC, active air, passive air, surface disinfection, and I've looked at it and pulled back, and I looked at it and pulled back. And Greg sold some wands or push around things that killed a few people, I think. Um, <laughs> they're blind now and sunburned permanently. Um, <laughs> didn't you tell the story about the guy no, that I plugged didn't. it in in front of you? <laughs> I did anyway, tell him that, yeah. Look yeah. at this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you done anything? You can't even see it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys made a play into that space at all? Are you considering it? Uh, Derek and I have done extensive research on actual UVC LEDs, manufacturers, and you know who holds the patent on this stuff too. So there's a lot of things, ins and out. you got to know. We've listened to all the UL webinars on – what is it? 8802, I think is what the actual classification is for UVC disinfection luminaires. So, you know, surface disinfection, I think uh, I think it's not a bad thing. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's a good thing as long as it is. But the safety protocols that come along with it, uh, you know, you got to if someone's underneath it, it cuts it off because it's UVC bandwidth, you know, will cause cancer. And that's the thing. It, we don't no one here has it because it's all sucked up in the ozone. So that's why it's not really down earth. So I've learned a lot, like how LEDs are grown from crystals. You know, my knowledge of just listening to these high engineers actually making these products and learning from them. It's just kind of cool to know about. And, you know, looking at the science, it actually does work. And, you know, it's like, what can we do with this or that? And I think it's a play on, where the location of it has to be and, you know, what uses are. Does everywhere need it? I don't know. Probably not. I mean, you can just get some Lysol wipes or whatever. Or just wash your hands before touching your face. Um, so I, th I think this stuff does work. We've looked at it. We've made some prototype mock-ups, uh, but haven't moved anything forward with it. But uh, I do think that technology does work uh, when used in the proper application for the right uses. It's not something for everybody, but specific cases, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I I like the air disinfection play, but you know, to me, I asked a couple questions like, have you called your HVAC guy? Because a lot of HVAC systems already have UVC incorporated in them. They're just all the lights are burned out. Like the, it's installed, it works for a year, the light burns out, and then nobody changes it. 
and they have a UVC disinfection system in there. The second thing is the UVC, that's where the air is coming in and coming out. And so for me to have that disinfected, you're killing mold, fungus, everything else, never mind COVID. And so um, I, it's, to me, it's the first, the, the low hanging fruit is all in your HVAC. After that, I see lighting and I say this, I've said it so many times and, and maybe the li- people that listen to all the shows are going to say, oh, here he goes again. I think where lighting can really help is with the theater. You know, I think that um, as much as it sounds like it's bad, I think people are longing for something to point to, like a machine, a magic machine. How about you know? a plastic lens <laughs> on the desk? Is that theater? We don't yeah, it is. It total. Either, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I go to my kid's school. They have these, these plastic things on the desk that go like this, two feet high. Listen, COVID-19 is an aerosol, man. There's, this is doing nothing. You go to that stupid, you go to a store and they have a lens in front of the, the cash register. That's doing absolutely nothing to stop the spread of COVID-19. If COVID-19 is the issue, that's doing nothing. That's so <laughs> April 2020. That does nothing like to gotta, stop the spread. You got to bring those out to some lunch dates with some guys. I know the food just starts flying. You're like, hold on, let me put up my shield. Yeah. <laughs> then it works (laughs) then it works yeah but this idea that somehow covid is stopped they have them on the desk they've screwed them to the desk and it goes around the desk like this it's it's so weird but anyway i'm sure you sold lots of plastic which is great but anyway my point is this with i if if there's the the, no those air disinfection machines whether they're um i was gonna say fluorescent but whether they're low pressure mercury or they're led whatever it is if there's a little thing on the wall that says air disinfection has a light that's green it's going blinking green and people can say hey look see we, we were disinfecting the air up there yeah and they're like, oh really yeah well, yeah does it work yeah sure it works of course it works so it doesn't kill everything i think that's it people say to me that you know oh you're you're you know <clears throat> you try i think it has to work nobody's going to know how well it works in every space with different air uh absorptions and different amounts of people in the room and everything else but if it does do something if it does make an impact and you can do something theatrical with it where you have like cleaning on, right? And it has like a flashing light or a little green light. I think people would buy that. I really do. And I think like private schools would buy it. People that wanted to step out and stand ahead of the crowd. I think the people would buy it. What do you, do you have any thoughts on that, Devin? I think people are attracted to the little bells and whistles like that. And that's a pretty good idea. It's like, hey, so, yeah, I mean, incorporating things that say, hey, it's on or danger, red danger, mm-hmm. don't come here right now. Yeah, I think people are like, man, you know, kind of well thought out and, hey, it does play into something. And you're just giving me ideas over here, Mike. <laughs> the invoice is coming <laughs> after, don't worry. <laughs> but we'll I, I would, for a commission. Yeah. No, but I, I think that like, if people could do that or even with the vents, like have something on the vent that says, you know, after you put a UVC LED strip inside of, um, uh, what do you, not outbound, but uh, whatever, the air that comes out into the room and have like a little indicator light that says, you know, disinfected air. I think people would really appreciate that right now, especially the, like, people are legitimately fra- afraid of COVID-19. I'm not. I'm a COVID, I'm COVID uh, recovered. Um, you know, uh, other people are vaccinated. They're still scared. Um you know, some people are unvaccinated and scared. They're scared of the vaccine, whatever it is. I think that those types of signals to people, if you reduce the inflammation of fear, it's going to help us get out of this thing. 
And I think the lighting industry can do that and people get mad at me, but I think it would be such a great contribution to the, to the industry. Get us out of COVID in UVC, Greg. Uh, wrap ourselves in plastic from Devon. How about that? <laughs> Just all around. Big shields. <laughs> so kind of tie it back into what we started with. What, what are you looking forward to with the nailed board? Now that I know you've been on the outside looking in, what are you looking forward to helping with and, and getting after? Uh, it's it's kind of just being more involved in, you know, kind of focusing on developing another part of business that doesn't make me any revenue and just being a part of an actual team where I can put in my thoughts, efforts, and just be rewarded on, you know, making good things happen from an elected position where you don't make any money, just kind of fun to do. And, you know, that's just different ways of thinking about things coming from a different perspective. Now we got two Chicago guys, so probably be some Chicago style flair in there. We'll spice it up with you guys, Doug and I, but you know, that's the thing, you know, just making sure we're having fun and bringing a couple new ideas and onboarding more customers. And that's the thing. Cause when we started joined up, I know uh, the, the past president of Louvers, Tom, he, he always wanted, he's like, Oh, we should be a, a nailed member. And he like this guy's always trying to get me on. This is back when I started, like in two thousand six to eight. You see, and then finally Derek and I like, dude, we gotta get with nailed because we've get these LS evolve courses, which are great because they teach you the little things you don't think about. You're getting these little tidbits of information, stairwell, you know, all these different lighting things. And it's a huge kind of benefit. And you guys make it fun while doing the course. It's not like something I've got to do at UL for my UL 48 class two low voltage signage where you're sitting here you're like, Oh my God, this is so boring. I really have to do this. And it's like yeah. horrible, horrible. Well, we need you a, know, we, like we need a class on lenses, brother. LS evolve needs a class on replacement lenses. What the different lenses do. What, what is What the hell is K 12 acrylic? What the hell is sty yeah. Why is polystyrene go Brown, you know, or styrene well, lenses. You know, we need that. Yeah. And, I, I kind of like that too because, you know, the, everybody could benefit from knowing, saying, hey, here's the information. And if you just ask these three questions, you're going to have a quote back and before you, you know, get done thanking your customer for a request. You know, that's how snappy we want to make things. And that goes throughout every, every vendor that you guys deal with from your pipe and wire, your PVC guys, all this other stuff is, hey, what works the best? And is there like questions that, you know, we can kind of file down to our specific vendors and say, hey, boom, boom, boom. How do we make things more snappy? Because what we see in the industry today is people don't want to wait. They want the answers right now. Boom, boom, boom. Give me the answer. And it's like, well, hold on. We just want to make sure a couple of things because, hey, if it's not this, we got to go out the more expensive way. So we want to make sure we're giving you the right price and saying, Instead of like, oh, we thought it was the expensive way and we can do it the least expensive way. Instead of being like, oh, well, now I got to eat this because I quoted you it the wrong way because you gave me some bad dimensions. You know, or I mean, you could do it the thing on how to read a tape measure because you've seen. I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait. To, I can't wait I go, till we have six how that? to sell replacement <laughs> lenses as the module. And you know what <laughs> we should do? At the end of that module, we should do an ad that this episode, this. This LS Evolved module is brought to you by Louvers. Oh, yeah, we already do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean, but, yeah, I think we got to do a whole module on lenses. For sure. 
So many distributors are not selling lenses. And you, even my yeah. guys here, they don't think of it enough to sell lenses. And, in fact, they're intimidated by it because of the lengths, like you said. No, man, get that lens out, measure the lens, so easy. put it on the little guide thing so you know what number it is. Oh, it's not on the guide. Okay, let's get the dimensions and send it over to Devin or your lens, other lens suppliers, and let's get this thing made. I think it's a great, yeah. a great idea for a module, and we're going to do it. That, Folks, that's true. You, you're right. Any, <laughs> any final thoughts for the listeners there, Devin, before we cut out? Uh, thank you for everybody who voted for me to be the vendor nailed board member. Really appreciate all of that. And I'm just looking forward to bringing some Chicago style spice for everything and, you know, getting the word out there more, being more involved, helping these guys uh, pick up fun activities and, you know, good courses to work with. And, you know, it's getting more, everybody on the same level and providing everybody a good advantage and making business fun. And, folks, if you made it to the end of the show, that's Devin Wall from Louvers International and um, out of Chicago, as you said. And great company, lot, big product line, uh, really helps, supports distribution. So if you're not set up with them, give them a call. And, of course, we have to talk about solera-solar.com, Greg Eric. That's S-O-L-E-R-A-S-O-L-A-R.com. So sexy, Greg. Woo! <laughs> that's right. All things solar they've got including the hybrid option where it can be line voltage or solar when you got the sun and then off grid altogether, area light bollards, floods, post-op wall pack, step light, anything you can think of outside. Basically they've got, I got to get going on that, man. I'm just, I've been planning every time I think about it. I got to do a campaign for that. I got to tell the customers about that. And I keep forgetting Doug Nebel's burger. I'm going to do it, brother. I trust me. I love your stuff. I sold two deals last year with them. Great, great product. Folks go to Solera dash solar.com and of course the national association of innovative lighting distributors you heard it man ls evolve is so amazing my people here binged on it we're going to be releasing a whole bunch of new modules very soon as soon as greg eric gets his act together um that's going to be released and then uh you know we want to thank devin wall uh brian huff the new board members spencer miles who just rolled off and Brian Emerson, he might have the shortest presidency ever in nailed six months, but we're going to make it a hot one. So if you made it to the end of this, folks, please join the National Association. Well, don't please. We might let you in. That's right. We'll think about it if you're a distributor. We're getting pretty heavy on members now. <laughs> we'll think about it. No, go to NALD.org, of course. And if you made it to the end, I know I speak on behalf of Devin and Greg Eric, myself, Scott Griffin, the producer, and everyone at Nailed. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.